It's another Throwbacks Thursday at the Gen X Replay podcast, but this Throwbacks episode is a little different from what Frankie and I usually do. Today is March 18th, 2021. It has been one year since so many things shifted within just a few days for so many Americans and people around the world. It was this time in 2020 when local and state governments started to issue regulations to limit the spread of the COVID-19 virus. I pulled out my calendar from last year where I write in all my meetings and events. That's where it started to become very obvious that something big was happening. On Tuesday, March 10th, I had my weekly ballroom dance practice where we were preparing for a showcase with a very special waltz. On Wednesday, I had a hair appointment in the afternoon, but that appointment is scribbled out. On Thursday, my scheduled session with my physical trainer is crossed out, saying reschedule. Then, on Saturday the 14th, I had crossed out a long-awaited social event with the words canceled COVID-19. That's when everything on the calendar started to shift. The next two weeks showed my dance appointments and gym sessions all crossed out with the words closed, or canceled COVID-19. But I was fortunate in my career space. As someone who works remotely for a software company and who has no kids, my work schedule stayed about the same each day. Meetings, checklists of things to get done, and so on. But there were no social events, no dance lessons, no gym sessions. Everything was replaced with putting time into my podcasts or cooking meals. A month later, on April 14th, I have a reminder to make face masks, which I did for both me and Hoot. Those were the first masks we had other than the couple of disposables we used for quick runs to get groceries. We soon had an array of fun masks. In another part of my calendar, where I plan annual events and expenditures, I had our budget and plans for going to our favorite fan conventions. I'd already bought tickets and scheduled hotels and flights. Those events were initially rescheduled, then moved to an online-only format. The checklist became a refund list instead, with notes about when I'd canceled reservations and received refunds. I remember that other folks I knew originally committed their pandemic time to staying active and healthy from home. Did you do that too? I tried to do the same for a few months, missing the routine of getting out to the gym. I subscribed to Noom, I got a Fitbit, and I committed to walking and doing activities around the house. But there was a point in October I just burned out from it all. Work was busy and stressful, and my daily walks got fewer and fewer as I lost daylight at the end of the workday. I just wanted to escape. I started medication for depression and then started balancing that with medication for anxiety. I eventually found some focus again, but at the same time, I gained 20 pounds in less than two months. I tried every technique I knew to shift my mind and reinvigorate my spirit. But here we are one year later, and I'm still just trying to grasp at any little bit of happiness I can from day to day. A new episode of a TV show, a couple of hours playing a game with friends, or sleeping late on the weekends. I've taken on new responsibilities outside of work, editing content for a website, and trying to expand and improve the content I'm producing for this podcast. I enjoy all those things, but they aren't paying gigs. So I still need to balance my commitment so I don't feel overwhelmed by trying to stay busy. And still, 
I'm not quite there in feeling peace or contentment right now. And I know I'm not alone in that, particularly as a woman in Generation X. I read an article not long ago about how Gen X women are better prepared to handle the pandemic than our counterparts from other cohorts. And I want to talk about that for a moment. My fellow Gen Xers can probably relate to this. The women in Gen X had to fulfill the promise of the work boomers did to ensure we could be just as successful in our careers as men. But we were still expected to be loving wives, expert homemakers, and full-time moms. Outside of working full-time, we had to keep the house clean and neat, cook dinner, take care of the kids, run the errands, attend the parent-teacher conferences, volunteer with the community organizations, and drive the kids around for school and extracurricular activities. So the expectation was that we were superwomen. We felt the pressure not only to do all of those things, but to do each one well. It's no wonder that the women of our cohort experience so much anxiety and depression. So it's also no wonder that we're the best prepared folks to handle the shifts in routine caused by the pandemic. That doesn't mean it was easy or that it didn't completely stress us out. It just meant that we already had the expectations to take on the responsibilities of taking care of kids while working from home, helping kids with schooling from home, and making sure the family stayed safe and healthy. Our male Gen X counterparts, though, were still brought up to believe that a woman's income is secondary, supplemental to a man's. Many Gen X men still feel the pressure to be a primary breadwinner for a family so that they could still financially support a wife and kids, giving the woman the option to stay home instead of working. I've always felt bad for them because that mindset created the pressure for all adults in a family to be working at the expense of developing other important aspects of family life. Men might assume that they were failures if their salary was lower than their wives or if they accepted roles as homemakers or stay-at-home dads. So, for them, the mindset is that they have fewer things they permit themselves to be proud of accomplishing, a sharp contrast to the superwomen in their lives. But a family is a family. It's a unit in which everyone involved works to build their best life experience together and they should all be proud of what they accomplish together. I've even wondered whether same-sex Gen X couples may have an advantage over opposite-sex couples in being able to see the family unit beyond traditional gender roles. I delight in seeing each new generation letting go of the old gender role expectations across all types of family scenarios. I only wish it was so easy for Gen X to let go of the anxiety we've carried for so long. So again, I know I'm not alone. In hopes of shifting my mindset to something that's better for my mental health, my personal focus for 2021 is self-care. I wish I could tell you that was easy. I've leaned a bit too much on the self-indulgence side instead, which is almost the opposite of self-care for me. Self-care is the big, healthy, delicious, low-carb meal after a walk around the neighborhood. Self-indulgence is the big, rich, indulgent piece of chocolate cake I eat while I'm watching TV after that. It's like I still need to feel something, anything, other than this robotic day-to-day routine. And that distracts me from doing what I actually need to feel healthy again. 
But going back to the pandemic itself, we have vaccines for COVID-19 now. That's great. But I work remotely, don't have kids, and I'm not in any other high-risk groups. So I haven't even bothered trying to get one yet. I will. I'm just patiently waiting to prioritize others who are in greater need than me right now. With every bit of hope that things are going to be better soon comes a reminder that we're not out of the woods yet, either as a nation or internationally. Folks are planning to travel again, but our favorite conventions are already announcing online-only formats for the second year in a row. States are lifting their restrictions as the spread is slowing, but we continue to see an alarming number of new cases and deaths each day. It's incredibly sad to think about how many people this pandemic has affected. My parents had it, but for as bad off as they were, they were incredibly fortunate not to have been hospitalized. Other friends were not so lucky. One friend lost her mother and both grandparents, all within a few days. Other friends have felt helpless as their parents, siblings, and friends laid in hospitals, receiving care without the comforting presence of family. Hey, you listening to this, I have one thing to say to you. It's okay for you to feel helpless right now, to feel sad, to feel frustrated, to be angry, to be depressed, to be anxious, to be scared and cautious. All of these are okay. You are okay. Give yourself permission to feel and to hurt. Cry it out if you need to. Don't be afraid to admit if you need help and don't resist that help when it's offered. This isn't a time to be stubborn and proud. This is a time to find strength and support in each other. And when you can, find sources of comfort that will help you persevere in a mentally and physically healthy way. Make little decisions that can help you prepare for the time when we can all move forward and breathe freely again. Before I close out the podcast, I have to let you all know that the Throwback series is taking a little break. Mostly that's because of what I mentioned earlier, needing to give myself back some time to take care of myself again. It's also because Frankie is busy with his work and family And in the meantime, he's creating some essays he hopes to turn into a podcast of his own, too. We hope to be back for more throwbacks in May, going to a bi-weekly schedule. The weekly schedule was ambitious, but doable when we started late last summer. Now it's time to slow the pace so we can keep giving you the best content we can. Unicorn Lunchbox will have another couple of episodes before I take a break with that podcast, too. After that break, those will resume again sometime in May, either weekly or alternating weeks with throwbacks. Follow Gen X Replay on Twitter or Facebook for updates, and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks for listening. Until next time, be safe out there.